here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world. Do I have everybody's attention now? Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Joe Lanza. Exile, go listen to some boring podcast where they're, where they're afraid of their own shadow. Okay? Don't listen to Joe Lanza because Joe Lanza's not changing. And Rich Cranch. Give me a name. Who delivers this guy in a big spot? Joe, don't yell at me. In, in the big spot, who delivers better than this guy? Stop yelling at me. I agree. All right, welcome to the Voice Wrestling Podcast. I am Rich Krejci. No Joe Lanza this week. Joe's unfortunately uh, preoccupied with NCAA tournament basketball, uh, as well as work, and I had a kind of a crazy schedule this week as well. So no Rich and Joe flagship podcast this week. Sorry about that, but uh, we'll be back next week, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, and then uh, lead you into WrestleMania and WrestleMania weekend. But I think I found a very suitable replacement, and it's a man who, if you're reading the show description, you might have heard the name. It might sort of ring a bell a little bit, but for longtime Voice of Wrestling fans, you'll remember he was one of our more frequent guests uh, when the fight uh, when the site first launched, and it's John Connor who is, in my mind, one of the best rappers going today. Uh, a, a rising star in the hip hop industry, a man who you've maybe heard in you know the most. Have you heard of Dr. Dre? Well, have you heard the most recent Dr. Dre album? Well, he was featured in that in, in multiple songs. Uh, the game, the documentary too, he was featured in that as well. Uh, he's been featured in a number of different you know big time big time hip hop artists. 
albums and, and, and songs. He's just he's a rising star. He's signed by Aftermath Records, which is of course Dr. Dre's uh, label. Uh, he's you know one of the reasons why you'll notice this interview is not very long. You're like, oh man, it's only you know half an hour, you know, forty five minutes. He's actually in the studio right now working on an album, the, his debut album with Aftermath uh, Aftermath Records. So he was only able to give us a half an hour, but I think that's the devotion to to, to how big of a wrestling fan he is. You'll see that is that he's he's working on his debut album on like a major record label and still said no i have you know i have WWE raw on in a monitor to the side of the <laughs> the studio while i'm working and then i also want to take you know a half an hour to talk to you guys about pro wrestling to talk to uh you know give my booking ideas for wrestlemania 32 which you'll hear in a little bit uh give my experiences of going to wrestlemania which he'll be this year and he's been for you know five or six years now um it's just incredible of how big of a wrestling fan he is and how he still, despite being as busy as he is, still makes time to sort of talk to us. And it's a shame we haven't talked since 2013, but, you know, we're, we're going to try to make it a little bit more frequent because I think he's a great guest and I think he's just an incredible wrestling fan and, and he's got a great story as well. And you'll you'll hear when we lead off uh, this podcast, it's not all fun and games because you might have also heard of him and the name might ring a bell because he's been in the news a lot lately. Um, he's from Flint, Michigan, and he's been very outspoken about the issues with water going on in Flint, Michigan right now. I mean, that's, he was on the nightly show. I know on, on comedy central a few weeks ago as one of their featured panelists talking about it. Uh, he performed his song Freshwater for Flint on that very show. And that song as well has been blown up everywhere. Cause it's, it's a very profound song about what's going on in his hometown, Flint, Michigan, which of course, if you don't know, uh, John will sort of explain a little bit at the top of the show of, um, what's going on with lead in, in, in their water and, you know, people are, are dying from Legionnaires disease. People are dying from various things. There might be profound effects for years to come, you know, decades to come because there are children that were drinking lead in, you know, poisoned water. So there's just, I, unfortunately it sucks that we have to just kind of start off with that, but I think it's something that we definitely had to talk about uh, when we brought John on because he's been so outspoken about it and has been so, you know, it, it's been one of his big missions to try to, bring awareness to it and, and also bring money. I mean, that's another big thing we'll talk about too, is it's not just something that we can sort of hashtag and say, Oh no, this is awful. Oh man, what are we going to do about this? Like it's something that, you know, to do something about it is going to take financial, you know, resources. It's going to take redoing the pipes, you know, finding a new way to, 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 to get, the residents of Flint, Michigan water. Uh, so we talk a little bit about that. And of course, like I said, it's not the fun part of the show, but it's kind of a necessary part of the show we had to talk about before we got into the fun stuff of let's fantasy book WrestleMania. Let's talk about Roman Reigns. Let's talk about Dean Ambrose. Let's talk about Shane McMahon Undertaker. Like you kind of, unfortunately we had to go to this part first. So, but I think it's a worthy thing. And I think if you haven't already, make sure you do listen to John's song. Uh, it's called Freshwater for Flint. If you look that up on Google, just type in Freshwater for Flint, you'll find it in numerous places. It was all over the place. I know the first link is billboard.com. It <laughs> comes up. I mean, it was everywhere. It's on SoundCloud as well. So if you use SoundCloud, you can use that. If you look on YouTube, I'm sure it's on that as well. So it's it, it's everywhere. You'll shouldn't be too hard to find. But uh, it's definitely something that I think you should listen to. And if you haven't seen his appearances on uh uh, various you know television shows or, or or what he's wrote on social as well because he is sort of um, you know for better or for worse been one of the big figureheads of this Flint water crisis and you know that it, it sucks that it was sort of that's what he had to sort of take up is that hey you know let's let's not poison our children with water let's at least give them you know fresh water but that's something he's you know this is his hometown and he even mentions a little bit here that's you know for some people it's just sort of a hashtag and something that they get upset about but for him it's his mom his mom still lives there you know he he lived there up until two years ago he he, he has you know cousins and, and and family members that still live there and and he knows children that are from there and they're you know they can't drink water like they have to drink bottled water so he's he's been outspoken about that cause and like i said again you know i hate to have to 
burden this show with that talk and burden our interview with John about that. But it's something that's that's it's a big issue. It's a major problem, and it's not going away anytime soon. So it's something that we had to spend a little bit of time on. But then we get into the nice wrestling talk, um, talk all WWE. A little bit of other stuff, but talk about the WWE Hall of Fame, uh, WrestleMania 32, what he's looking forward to there, what his booking ideas would be. But yes, he, he's got booking ideas. He's a fantasy booker just like all like all of us. We, we all have the great ideas, and he he's not alone there. He's got the best idea for for WrestleMania, the best way to get this get this show on the road, get this get get this Roman Reigns thing figured out. Because he he agrees sort of with what Joe and I always agree with that eh, it's just not working. So let's let's find a different way to to do this. Let's figure out what we can do. But we talk about that. Um, we talk about his experiences at WrestleMania. He's gone for a few years now, as I mentioned uh, at the beginning. And he talks about, you know, how cool it is to go to WrestleMania and why you should go to WrestleMania. If you haven't been to a WrestleMania, if you haven't been to a WrestleMania weekend ever, why you should go and, and, and how you should seek it out and just, just what you can sort of feel from it and how it's so much different than any other wrestling event or different than anywhere else you go. It's it's Christmas for wrestling fans. It's 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 a unique experience. So he talks a little bit about that. Uh, but if, before we bring him on here, just want to let you know if you want to follow him or, or, or listen to anything he does, uh, he's at John Connor Music on pretty much any social network, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can look for him on Facebook, uh, John Connor. As I said, on SoundCloud, he's on there as well. If you look up John, uh, John Connor Rapper, John Connor Aftermath, you'll find it. Not too hard to find. Uh, I'll also link the other shows that he's done in the um, are with us in this show post here. Of course, as I found out, the last time we recorded a show was during like Payback 2013. So I don't know that you want to listen to that. It's probably really outdated and really horrible. But if you want to, I'll put it in there. But um, yeah, John's a great guest. And as I said, I'm, I apologize. We had to sort of start it off with on a kind of a somber tone. We're talking about the Flint water issues. But it's something that we sort of had to do to, to get it out of there. But anyway, we talk WrestleMania. We talk a bunch of other good stuff after that. Uh, and most of all, I'm just thankful that he took some time out of his studio like that. That blows my mind that, you know, he's he's recording an album, you know, with executive produced by Dr. Dre. And he takes 30 minutes to talk to voices of wrestling about wrestling. Like, how how stupid are you? Like, what are you doing, man? Like, <laughs> you have much bigger things to worry about than that. But anyway, we, we really appreciate it. And that shows the type of fan he is that, you know, he he. he he took that time out to talk to us about wrestling because he's such a, a passionate fan about it. So, um, without any further ado, I'll shut up and I will go to the interview I conducted with John Connor. So, what's going on? What's going on, man? It is such a pleasure to be back, man. It's been entirely too long, man. <laughs> I was trying to look uh, a little bit earlier. I was trying to look at what the last thing was and what we were talking about. I'm, I'm trying. I'm gonna look it up right now to to confirm right. what the hell was the wrestling landscape the last time. It's about two right. years ago, I think, that we called because yeah, Unconscious State had like, just come out. I think like that week uh, or the yeah, week I think, after. I think so. it was like Royal Rumble last two years ago <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, let's see. Oh, it was 2013. Man, I could have swore it was earlier than that. But yeah, we were talking. Let's see what the the show description says. Uh, your favorite WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania 29 match and WWE Payback. What do you remember about WWE oh, okay. Payback 2013? I don't. Wow. I have no memory of that whatsoever. But right. <laughs> so what was your favorite WrestleMania 29 match? That's what we talked about last time. So. Wow, that's crazy. Well, well, man, we got it. It cannot be this long in between visits. No, visiting the show. Yeah, so let's get it, man. Let's get into it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, before we get to the wrestling thing, um, obviously that's that's the fun part, but we have the not-so-fun part that I talked a little bit about in the intro, but uh, as of late, you've been 
all over the place and and again and not in a in a good way and in somewhat of a good way because you're putting the you know the, the finishing touches on your album you're getting that ready to go but a lot of people have probably seen your face that maybe have seen it for the first time on various talk shows on you know twitter or anything like that and unfortunately it be, it's because of what's going on in flint and we have a lot of people we have a ton of in, uh, international listeners i listen to the show that i know <laughs> a lot of them might not know you know what, what's kind of going on there what's going on to your hometown Right. Um, maybe really briefly, you can maybe talk about what, you know, what's going on there for people that don't know what you're doing to, to sort of help it or solve it or fix it or fight it or, or whatever it be. And then, you know, then we can get to the nice fun part, but this is, this is important stuff as well. We just, yes, I, I exactly. can't and, and you know what? I appreciate you giving me the platform to be able to talk about this issue because it is something that is very near and dear to my heart. Um, what's going on in Flint right now is, you know, plain and simple, uh, the government officials in my state, uh, Michigan, they made a decision to uh, change our water source, you know, and change where we get our water from to save money, you know, for no other reason other than to save money. And what they found um, when they did that is that that this this water was actually poisoned. It had extreme amounts of lead in it, and um, you know, and what and what's happening because of that is, you know, they're saying that children that have been exposed to the water, you know, bathing in it, eating, drinking, you know, when you cook with it or whatever, what's going on is, you know, they're saying they're going to have, you know, learning disabilities the older that they get, you know, and even right now you have Flint residents, there there have been like 11, 12 people that have died from Legionnaire's disease because of, you know, the, the lead in the water. Also, you know, there are people who in Flint right now who have rashes and their hair is falling out because of the poison in this water. And what I want people to understand is, you know, this is a, it, you know, it is a crisis, but it's a little different because, you know, it's not like a natural disaster, like a hurricane right. Katrina or something like that. Or this is not terrorist. This was a situation where the government officials, the people, you know, that we trust to make these type of decisions, made a decision to do that. And now, you know, Americans human lives are suffering because of that. So, you know, that's what's going on. And I'm just trying to do everything I can to bring awareness to it and to make people care about my city, my people, and not just about my city. I call myself the people's rapper because I stand for all people. I stand for right and wrong. You know what I'm saying? I stand for just, you know, just I I consider myself a humanitarian. I don't care what race, what color, what religion you are. You know, all humans deserve, you know, to have things that we – should have as human beings like clean water no human (laughs) deserves not to have clean water you know so if that's what's going on in my city and just you know everybody i would just appreciate the prayers and you know to donate water donate your time to research it and just figure out you know whatever you know you know whatever you're inspired to do to help or bring awareness to the situation man yeah, absolutely. And, and for people that uh, want to hear kind of your thoughts on it musically, uh, you have a song, uh, Freshwater for Flint. If you look up on Google Freshwater for Flint, yes. it comes up right away. It's number one on there. You're on Billboard, all these other big time websites or whatever. So it's great to see that. And I know um, multiple places. I know I, I just saw a little bit earlier that uh, a campaign of, of independent wrestlers got together and they're doing like a, a GoFundMe or something like that to try to uh, raise more money and, and raise awareness and just everything in general, because this has been going on for quite a while, too. This isn't just something that happened like three weeks ago, right? It's it's like it's like a prolonged long issue that's been you know right. with, with really no end in sight correct exactly you know <clears throat> what they're saying is you know the solution to this is to change the entire pipe system 
Oh, uh, that should get done real quick. <laughs> right. That's going to take like five, ten years, maybe even more, who knows, to dig up all of the pipes in the entire city because now they're saying, you know, the pipes that they're going through, I guess, have like they it all has lead and there's so much corrosion and all of these, these other things. So this is not a simple solution type situation. So one thing I've never wanted was, excuse me, for the Flint water thing to be uh, – flavor of the month charity case type situation right. you know this is something that you know even when it's not a hashtag or a trending topic anymore the people in flint are still going to be dealing with this you know so I, I i just want people to continue to care about it continue to bring awareness to the situation and you know just like we all banded together you know when 9-11 happened for the city of new york you know it wasn't about just new york people it was us as americans us as human beings we lent our support when it was Hurricane Katrina, when it was all these things or Oklahoma City, City bombings and all of these other things, we all band together as a country and just as human beings. And my city, Flint, Michigan, needs that from this country and from the world more than ever right now. Absolutely. And I think one of the uh, one of the lyrics in that song that I think it, it hits everybody a little bit as well is that you, you sort of allude to, I, I don't know the exact wording in front of me, but essentially that, you know, for you and for some people, it's just a Twitter hashtag. They like to get around and go, yeah, OK, you know, Freshwater for Flint or let's do that. But like you're saying, that's that's, you know, my mom lives there or, or you know, a, a Twitter hashtag isn't going to put clean water in the hands of, of a child or whatever. Like you can do it all you want and it, it's good for awareness. But at some point, then it needs to sort of it, there needs to be a next step taken. There needs to be actual like, you know things happening in in flint and, and things happening in and around flint to solve this issue because it just can't be something where every you know i in march everybody says oh this hashtag whatever and then by april there's something new that everybody cares about it's like well there's still a lot of kids that you know have to drink bottled water every day you know and that and that that's not cheap either so there's it's yeah i and i'm i, I really appreciate you know what you've sort of done for it and and sort of getting it out there. And I know you were on uh, various shows, you're on the nightly show, uh, just kind of getting it out there and, and, and making it your cause as well. And I think that's, that's profound. And I know a lot of people um, have, have discovered you because I've had friends that are like, Hey, you know, you've heard of this guy, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I know. I, I've talked to him before, you know, he's, he's a, he's a wrestling fan. So, but they've, they've said, Hey, I, I think I remember this guy. So I, I know that you're getting, you're getting eyes on there that weren't on Flint or on you or on this, this issue before that. So it's, you're, you're definitely accomplishing what you're trying to get. Well, thank you so much. And then those people that told you that, tell them I appreciate it. And, you know, in this particular situation, like, I didn't make, you know, the song for me. It was for my city. Right. No, I, you know, I didn't do it as, like, part of the marketing for my album. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, honestly, you know, you know, more than me, I'm just glad that it brought attention to my city and what's going on there. And I, I appreciate any and everybody that has took the time to care about it, talk about it. Uh, donate and because of it, uh, I appreciate it, and the whole city of Flint appreciates. Absolutely. So let's get to the fun part now here a little bit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> of course, but of course, Fleshwater for Flint, if you want to find out more about that. And of course, do your research, look it up. It's a big issue. It's not a, it's, as you said, it's not a quote, it's not a quote crisis or, or, or a disaster. It's, it's much beyond that. It's, it's, it's a big issue here, but we'll, we'll move on to the fun stuff now a little bit. Uh, obviously you, if people don't know, uh, last time we talked, of course, in 2013, you had released Unconscious State, which was your first sort of major album. Now you're working on one right now, and I, I have to wonder, uh, I, you know, I see you in the studio with Dr. Dre, I see you working on stuff. How much wrestling are you watching? That's what I'm always concerned about. I'm looking at, I'm looking at you in the studio and working, and I'm like, I hope he's still watching wrestling. Yo, you know what? I'm going to keep it so real with you. We got a TV in the studio, and, <laughs> and as we speak, 
My TV is on USA. Getting there you ready go. To watch Monday Night Raw. I'm in the studio, and I'm getting, and I, I have WWE <laughs> on as I'm recording, so I haven't missed anything. Like sometimes I gotta cut the volume down because I'll be recording, but I haven't missed <laughs> a thing, man. Now, are, are are you the only wrestling fan, or are there other people in the studio that are watching, or do they kind of roll your eyes when you turn it on? <laughs> you know what? My little sister's a wrestling fan, so she always with me, and, and okay. we, we mark out on an everyday basis, man. Well, good for her. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you're not you're not alone in that. Though. So, uh, so you're you're keeping up. So you're good. So you you, you know kind of what's going on. Obviously, we had Roadblock uh, this past Saturday, which sort of set the stage at this point now for WrestleMania. Raw is going on, as you said, as we're sort of recording this right now. So, if something monumental happens in the other room, I have my door closed. So if if something happened that we're totally wrong on, that's why we're you know we're recording this right now. But um. What are well, your thoughts right, on? You can't listen. You can't spoil this for me. You know I'm on California time. So. Oh right, yeah, no. You know what? Nothing yet. So You're I'm good. Three, you, I'm I, three I watched behind, the first... so I won't be raw anyway until like two hours from now. Yeah, so that's why if we if we forget something or we don't say something, I mean, I I watched the first hour and a half. Nothing happens, so don't worry. But I, if something happens monumental in the last hour, I sorry, <laughs> we record this at eight. I'm looking at eight <laughs> yeah, on Monday, so if some monumental thing, happens, I apologize. But uh, anyway, what are your thoughts on what we sort of have going for WrestleMania 32 right now? Of course, you know you have Triple H, Roman Reigns in the main event. You have Dean Ambrose, Brock Lesnar, Shane McMahon, Undertaker, and then uh, some other stuff here and there, just kind of developing little by little, but we have those kind of big three matches. What are your thoughts? Maybe I'll start with Triple H and Roman Reigns. What have you been – are you liking that build? Are you not liking it? What are your thoughts on Roman Reigns? What, what, what's sort of your, uh, your, your temperature on that match right now? You know what? Triple H, Roman Reigns. Um, I feel like it's pretty much going to be a situation where it is what it is. And I didn't actually get a chance to see – the last pay-per-view was called Roadblock, correct? That was on Saturday, yeah. Okay. I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch it, but my sister was telling me what happened, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but she said that the way that um, the Dean Ambrose Triple H match left off was kind of sketchy, right? Yeah, there was, yeah. What what happened was that there was um, Dean Ambrose pinned Triple H, but his feet were under the ropes. So it was like a visual pin where they did the one, two, three, and they, they said, and then you know, the ref about, was about ready to go ring the bell, and then he noticed Dean's legs were under the ropes, and then he called it off or whatever. So it was always this weird thing where he got the one, two, three, he pinned him, and then you know Triple H kind of came back after that and then did win. But uh, there was a weirdness in there where they were sort of talking about Dean Ambrose. And I know on the Raw pre-show they said, oh, he's the uncrowned champion, Dean Ambrose. Now, and he he now, pinned okay. Triple H. So, yeah, so there's, a, there's some weirdness going on. And that's why I said – that's why I put that warning because if they interject him in the match and, and we're here <laughs> talking about Roman Triple H and Roman Reigns, that's why. It, it, it's, I have not seen that part of Raw yet, so I don't know if anything happened there. But, yeah, that's, I think that's what you were sort of alluding to. Well, check it out. Well, yeah, I have a theory about this, actually, because it's going to – it's going it, it, uh, it's what I'm hoping they do. Because, okay, so that match ended like that. And then I also was told that uh, the Bray Wyatt-Brock Lesnar situation kind of was weird as well at, on Saturday. They just right? didn't do anything. Yeah, they they just, like, looked at each other, and then that was it. <laughs> like, they didn't okay, – uh, so like, people thought there was going to be a big development. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So here's my theory. Now, if we got to put 100,000 people into the AT&T Stadium in Dallas or uh, in Arlington for WrestleMania – what I hope happens on Raw tonight is that it becomes a triple threat match between Dean, Roman, and Triple H, and then it becomes Brock versus Bray. It's what I hope happens at WrestleMania, and I hope they fix this tonight on Raw because 
I feel like they keep trying to make Roman Reigns the guy, and I'm not getting that John Cena, Hulk Hogan feeling that they would like me to have from him. I think that when they pushed the button on Roman Reigns super early a couple years ago, mm-hmm. I think that kind of messed his momentum up. And I don't think us as fans ever really have accepted Roman Reigns as being the guy. I think we'll always look at him as the guy the machine wants us to accept as the guy. So I don't know that you'll ever just get that 100% pop from Roman Reigns. I think it will always be a, a let's go Cena, Cena sucks situation with Roman right. Reigns. But the problem with that is Roman Reigns is not a veteran like John Cena. John Cena, can, he'll be okay when that happens. Roman Reigns is too new for there to be a divided audience from the dude that you want to be your, like, captain babyface. Like, that. that's not really what you want. So... What I'm guessing and what I'm thinking, what I'm hoping happens at WrestleMania is maybe we get a Roman Reigns heel turn out of a triple threat match. Maybe they put the strap on him as a heel. Maybe he sells out, you know, Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania in a triple threat match, and then he becomes part of the authority. Who knows? Maybe he becomes like the the chief heel at WrestleMania. In my fan Mark world, that would be the perfect ending <laughs> to WrestleMania is r- triple threat match, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, Triple H. They do some booking on the fly to change this tonight on Raw, and you get Roman Reigns as a heel with the strap, and then him and Dean go off and, and, and they start a program. That's what I would like to see happen. Yeah, well, no, and, and I think a lot of what you said is what we've sort of been saying on the show for a long time as well, and, and I've always said this is, you know, with modern wrestling so much now more than ever, we know these guys behind, you know, we know a lot of the behind the stuff, and it's not just you and I. Like, you listen to the crowd reactions. A lot of people know. It, it's hard to avoid if you're on any website. <laughs> right. if, if, you're, if you have the Internet, you probably know, hey, you know, this guy's the owner. Triple H is part of, the, you know, the team, you know, the development, the ownership team. Like, you know that stuff. It's not a, you know, it's not really hard to figure out. So now more than ever, I think fans have a buy-in with the, the wrestlers themselves and sort of root for the person and the character at the same time. Everybody, like you said, knows that Rowan Reigns is a guy that Vince McMahon loves and says, this is my guy, this is my champion or whatever. So having him go against the authority who are like, no, you know, we're, you're not our hand chosen guy. And him saying, you know, I'm not <laughs> like the hand chosen. It just doesn't work. And that's, I think that's been the big issue is, you know, they're trying to do the Daniel Bryan story with Roman Reigns. And it's like, we believed it with Daniel Bryan because there was truth to it that they right. actually, you can tell that you, you knew that if, if Daniel Bryan walked into Vince McMahon's office, you go, oh my God, like, who the hell is this guy? Whereas Roman Reigns, you know, he, right. you, it's not that hard to figure out that if when he walks in Vince goes oh my god there we go we got a big man you know he's got long <laughs> right, hair and a goat right. like so it, it always has sort of that's always been the weirdness of the story and I think people don't buy in because there's just no hinge of reality there he's not working against the company or whatever he's working you know the company is so on his side or whatever so that's where I think I, I like your idea and it's we've been sort of banging it at home but I like the idea of having it in that triple threat at Wrestlemania is that, you know, reigns as the authority figurehead for a little while. I mean, maybe it's something where he does it for a few years, and then they start accepting it, or maybe the fans really start. Like The Rock. Right. Like, like The where, Rock did. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, like, the template. You that. have the template. <laughs> like, you that's have it. Like, think of that. You, you solve so many problems with having Roman Reigns turn heel at WrestleMania. One, okay, now people want – we the, the consensus is people want to boo Roman Reigns, okay? So the thing is we've already had this build, this build of Roman Reigns and uh, Dean Ambrose being brothers and how much they got love for each other and all of that. 
So what better way to just get people to overwhelmingly boo Roman Reigns if he screws Dean Ambrose out of being WWE champion in a triple threat match, hugs, hugs Triple H at the end straight, straight Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vince McMahon, WrestleMania 17, where we looking like we you can't believe our eyes. And there you have it. Now you got a whole program that can take you throughout the whole year of seeing. And we right now we're at a point where we're cheering on Dean Ambrose. If you go back to the, this past Royal Rumble, how did you see how much people were behind oh, yeah. Dean Ambrose at the thought that he could possibly win the Royal Rumble? So now you take that bill from the Royal Rumble because people would like to see that. You have him feud with Roman Reigns, the guy we want to hate anyway. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then also you put the strap on him, which is what Vince wanted anyway. So, okay, he's not your head baby face with the strap. He's your head heel with the strap. He's the way he has it. So then now you build it for a whole year where Dean is chasing the title. Maybe Dean wins it at WrestleMania 33. But I think that's the direction that they should go with that. And I've been seeing, like, little hints that they could possibly be changing the booking going into WrestleMania. And we'll see the night on Raw. But I think that's how you save the Triple H Roman Reigns match. Because I would be disappointed as a fan. Because I'm going to Arlington. I'm going to WrestleMania. Oh, you are going. I was going to ask that a little yeah, bit. Also, you'll I'm be there. there. Okay. I am going to be so disappointed if it's Triple H and Roman Reigns <laughs> and Roman Reigns just wins one, two, three. And right, there's the no... falls and right. really. <laughs> right. Ah, damn it. <laughs> right. Well, well one, of the other, one of the interesting things, things as well, because I, I love that story. And I think that's, that's the, that's the story. I think all of us think we can sort of buy in with, and I think it would work because you, you got to remember as well, Seth Rollins is out there and he's ready to go whenever, you know, in a little bit. And he's a perfect guy to come back and go, okay, so you just replaced me in the, in the authority or whatever. Right, and now you have right. him as a baby face. You got Dean Ambrose as a baby face, right. two guys that it's I think so, people are going to want to cheer over. Solved, I mean, it's just, it solves it, every problem because it's we, so perfect. <laughs> I think, I think we want, we, we are just like we are, want to boo Roman Reigns, I believe we all subconsciously want to cheer Seth Rollins. Yeah. So I think that that gives us what we want. We want to boo Roman Reigns, for God's sake. And we want to cheer. Like, I think uh, last year's WrestleMania with uh, Seth Rollins and uh, Randy Orton, I think that he really, he really, like, you know, earned his spot as, okay, he is the guy and he's a main event player. So, I think that that would be amazing, right? You have Seth Rollins come back. That now you have the Shield all have that the the Shield all have an issue with each other, and it's believable now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll move on to another match here, uh, WrestleMania, a very interesting one: Shane McMahon versus the Undertaker. What what do you what do you make of this one? This one still has me very confused. I really don't know what to yeah. make of it at all. You know what? Nobody was happier than me to see Shane McMahon come back to Monday Night Raw. I like I'm a Shane McMahon advocate. <laughs> like, I I've been a, I was a big one too when I was a kid, so I won't lie. Yes. I got pretty happy too. You know, I just kind of feel like <laughs> Shane McMahon probably is uh, the most in tune and has his finger on the pulse of what the fans want. I think Triple H does too, but even more so, I feel like I just get that feeling from Shane McMahon. But as far as the match with him and Undertaker, I think that it's a great idea on paper. It's good to see Shane back. It gives Taker something to do. And I'm going to give it to you from a couple different perspectives. One, the in-ring performance aspect of Undertaker versus Shane McMahon. I don't know what we're going to see because the last thing I heard was the last couple Undertaker matches he had to go to the hospital immediately after. So it's like, how, what, 
it's like what all can the what can the Undertaker actually do? Like what like far as physically, what is he capable of? And then Shane McMahon is not the thirty year old dude that we grew up watching. You know, he's a little older now too, so I don't expect to see him jump from the stage set up of WrestleMania from thirty feet to the floor, like you know what I'm saying? Like he's I want him off the, I want off I want him off that dump, the big jumbotron. I want him that's about a what a about right. a mile right. fall or whatever. You know, but he can do that. I, I don't so. know if, I don't know if Shane is, is, is you know, <laughs> still going to be jumping off of the Titan Tron like we grew up watching. But, you know, so that's one thing that does concern me. I think on paper it is amazing. Like, wow, it is Taker versus Shane. But, like, physically they're a little older, so it's like what actually can they do? But at the same time, I don't see Shane being a consistent in-ring performer and The Undertaker this could possibly be his last match so they could possibly lay it all on the line because it could be both of their last match. So it could be good. So I'm looking forward to it. And um, I think that, I think obviously, I think that Shane is going to beat the Undertaker because I think that, um, you know, Undertaker might look at it like, you know, who else would I rather give my last match to than, you know, this kid, you know, Vince's son, who's basically the heir to the throne. You know what I'm saying? It's like a classy way of going out, you know, to give that to Shane McMahon. And um, I'm just looking forward to seeing it. You know, I, I don't, I don't, oh, my only judgment is I have no expectations. I'm just going to let them, you know, paint in the ring and I'm just going to yeah. enjoy it. And I think that's the best idea with it as well. I mean, there's some there's some logic gaps of like why Undertaker's fighting for the authority or whatever. But like at the end of the day, you just sort of it's just like you said. I think it's one that you just have to sort of sit down and and sort of shut your brain off for a little bit and just let them like you said, let them do some stuff. Let Shane McMahon, you know, nearly kill himself. Let the Undertaker get you know what I mean. Like there's just right. stuff like that that's gonna happen, and you just have to right. sort of accept it. So um, otherwise, uh, you said so you are going to Arlington. Uh, are you doing anything else that weekend? Or are you just going to WrestleMania? Or are you doing all the other stuff? Are you doing Hall of Fame, any of the independent yeah, you know shows, what? or just coming in for you Mania? Know, yeah, you know, I think I am going to go to the Hall of Fame as well. So I think I'm going to do Hall of Fame and WrestleMania. I'm, get, I'm going to touch down in Texas that Friday. So I, I'm trying to, you know, when I go to WrestleMania, oh, man, I'm going to send you the picture of the costume I'm wearing at WrestleMania. <laughs> And if I if I if I Uh-oh. see another person with it, man, it might be a problem. But I think that this this costume I'm wearing is so original. I can't imagine that anybody else would see this. <laughs> oh person. man, I I'd want to guess, but I I would rather be surprised. You know, I'm not gonna. Yes, gonna yeah, yeah, I'll send so it to I, you. I don't man. even <laughs> I don't even want to guess. So, uh, what are your thoughts on on who's going into the Hall of Fame then this year? And we just got Jacqueline was announced uh, earlier uh, today. Um, of course, you get Sting in there, The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it The Godfather? Yeah, yeah, Godfather, Papa Shango, comma. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah, no, I was, I was wondering, are you dressing up as the Godfather? Oh uh, no, it's not the Godfather. Okay, but all right. You know what? No, it's not the Godfather. Okay. <laughs> it's not the Godfather. But, right. Right, but, um, but my thoughts on the Hall of Fame is that I'm, I'm, I'm very happy about it. You know, like I, I've been watching WWE, WWF, uh, WCW. I've been a sports entertainment fan since. I came out the womb, like, since as far back as I can remember. So it's like I'm so happy for Sting that he's getting that moment. You know what I mean? Um, Also, the big boss man, Ray Trailer, that he's going in. Like, you know, these are all people that, you know, gave us classic and timeless memories. Uh, The Godfather, I definitely, like, I'm super happy about that because over the years you can tell 
like that he's been, you know, for one, he's been loyal to WWE for so long. You know, no matter how many horrible gimmicks he had to go through, you know, he stayed with the company, he stayed loyal. And I think that that, that speaks for something. And I can also say his in-ring work, I never, I was never displeased with, with whether he was Papa Shango. I like Papa Shango. Like, I didn't really care for Kamo Mustafa or Kamo. Yeah, the, the Supreme but, like, machine. I like Papa Shango. Yeah, the Supreme Fighting Machine. I did. That's what I had you dressing that, up as. I have you. I have you in that like the the, per, the red like the red jumpsuit and the this flat top that you've been growing out, and then just walking around punching people. It's like, dude, that that's would my be hope. Hilarious. That would be hilarious, man. That might be my costume next year, man. <laughs> also, and I told my sister the other day too. Like, I was really happy about Jacqueline going in because, uh, you know, she's been in the business for so long. You know, she started off in Memphis, I believe, with Jerry Lawler. And then, you know, as time went on, she went to manage the Harlem Heat in, in WCW. Then after that, coming to WWE and doing all of the things that she did. And it was like, no matter what role they ever put her in, she carried it out to a T. You know what I'm saying? Also, she always was entertaining, always gave her all with in-ring work. And then I even think after that, she started training younger wrestlers. So, yeah. you know, if it's all about what somebody contributed to the business and the memories that they gave us as fans, like I'm super proud and ha- happy as a sports entertainment fan for everybody that's going in the Hall of Fame this year. Absolutely. And then you got the, the Freebirds and Stan Hansen, too, which are just like perfect for Texas oh, as well. Man. Oh, Finally, Finally, the free. You know what? What world are we living in right now <laughs> where we, we finally got Mayweather versus Pacquiao? We finally got the Dr. Dre album everybody wanted, and finally the fabulous Freebirds are going into the <laughs> WWE Hall of Fame. It's been a great few years, yeah. I don't know, yeah. If, there's anything, I don't know if there's anything else we, we, we need to wait for as human beings, man. We got everything now. The Freebirds going into the Hall of Fame, man. And I, I hope, yeah, Saturday night you're going to want to go out to the bars in the Dallas area because, man, the Freebirds will be uh, <laughs> will be having some fun, I'm imagining. So oh, I, I don't know if they still is. I don't know if they're at their peak where they used to be, but I imagine on this night they'll uh, they'll have some fun. So that'll be oh, that'll man. be great. I'm going to have a ball, man. I'm, I'm going to have a ball. Like when I went to New Orleans, you know, the energy of the city for WrestleMania 32 was crazy. Uh, the energy in the city uh, last year in California uh, for WrestleMania 31 was amazing. So. You know, this would be my fifth WrestleMania going, uh, my fifth WrestleMania. And it's like every time WrestleMania comes to the city, like, it's like, I've seen a, a meme. It said WrestleMania for wrestling fans is like a kid, like Christmas for a kid. And it really yeah. feels like that when you're in the city, the anticipation for WrestleMania, how they decorate the whole town and everybody's chanting in the middle of the street. It's just like, I cannot wait to get to Texas for WrestleMania 32, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I was I was hoping to go this year, but unfortunately I'm getting married, so I will uh I will oh, <laughs> not be getting there. So man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, so I'll be are you gonna go are you in Orlando next year? Oh man, of course, yes. I'm going okay. next year. Okay, well yes. I'll see you in Orlando. So that, yes. that I that yes. I've already said. I've said we're not doing anything. You're going <laughs> I'll drag you along if you want to, to Michelle, my, my <laughs> you know, wife to be I said, I don't care, you can come to Disney World, we'll go to Disney World one day, but I'm going. You're not gonna stop me from going again. So that's 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 that. So um before we get out of here, though, because I know we're a little limited on time here, uh, you want to let people know sort of what you're doing right now. Of course, you're working on the album. Uh, how's that yes. going? Just well, you know, a little sign-off here to let people know where they can follow you, where they can listen to you, and, and, and what you have going on. Well, yes, first and foremost, I always want to thank you, man, for – for you know, all these years us having this relationship and being able to you know talk about wrestling with music, uh, music, 
music, movies, and WWE have probably been the three things that I was most passionate about my whole life. So to be able to make music for a living and talk about wrestling on <laughs> on a podcast, man, it's like a dream come true, dude. So I thank you for that, and thank you also for letting me talk about what's going on in Flint, Michigan. Like we, I really appreciate that. But um, right now I'm working on my debut album on Aftermath Records, executive produced by Dr. Dre. And the album is coming out. We're shooting for this summer. I'm in the studio as we speak, tightening it up and, and um, just, you know, getting everything together so that it sounds as amazing as possible for everybody. And, um, you know, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Everything is at John Connor Music. That's J-O-N-C-O-N-N-O-R Music. And um, I'm just now getting used to Snapchat, so follow me on that too. But, yeah, it's going down, man. That, that's what I'm doing. That's great. And, um, yeah. That's awesome. Well, anyway, yeah, we uh, we appreciate you, and of course, like you said, I thank you for coming on the show and and giving us a <laughs> a chance to sort of chat wrestling here because it's it's always good. We're all we're all unified by by pro wrestling. It doesn't matter, you yeah. know what, <laughs> where we are in the world, what we're doing in the world. I mean, yeah, it's been going on now for I, I think four or five years now. You and I've been been chatting, and it, it doesn't. I mean, you know, things change in our lives, all that sort of stuff. But it's pro wrestling, and then you know you can always sit down with someone and chat pro wrestling. It's, the, art, yes, the, the glory of it, and that's that's one of the big things I'm looking forward to, you know, of going to WrestleMania one year, and I'm sure something that you love is that you know that pretty much 90% of the people that are in that town or anybody that you're with, or they're they're all as passionate as you, and that's awesome. Like that that you don't get rarely. You know, you know it's so what? hard to find another wrestling fan in the world or one that's you know that that you want exactly. to talk to. And now you're in this like epicenter, this just explosion of wrestling fans that goes off in the city, and it's just like it, it, it's almost overwhelming. Yes, man, and you know that's why I would encourage. You know, all wrestling fans listening to this, if you've never been to WrestleMania, you have to go. Like that, like at least one, one time in your life. This, Like I said, this is my fifth. I was at 23 in Detroit, 24 in Orlando, 30 in New Orleans, 31 last year, and now 32. And every time it is an amazing feeling. Just, it's like you said, to be around 60,000 people that are just as obsessed with pro wrestling as you, like, it is, it's, you know, it is amazing. Last year, I, I dressed up as the Honky Tonk Man and went, and just to see the reaction of people, you know, everybody's dressed up as somebody. Like, you, you, you're you going to see at least 11 Macho Man Randy Savages. <laughs> you're going to see, you know, at least 20 Hulk Hogan's, a couple Stone Cold Steve Austin. Last year, I saw a Coco Beware. You know what I mean? It was just like, you know, everybody's just in the spirit of, you know, just what it is and what it is for me and what wrestling, pro wrestling, sports entertainment is for me. It's just good memories. And at the end of the day, it's, it's the battle of good and evil and it's fun. And, and it's just something that at the end of the day, it takes you from just reality sometimes when this world just seems too crazy, man. So I would, I would, you know, definitely recommend that all wrestling fans go to WrestleMania at least once in your life. All right. Well, John, thank you for joining us again. Of course, for people that want to follow you on, on any of the social media networks, at John Connor Music, of course, Freshwater for Flint, if you look up the song, and you'll get a little bit more insight into what's going on in, in John's hometown, Flint, and all other stuff going on. But anyway, thank you for uh, giving us a little bit of time uh, of your studio time. So get back in there, get to work, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again sometime soon. Sometime soon. Hey. We'll have to make it. It can't be two years. Hey, yeah, no we'll have to, it'll have to be hey, much, no much problem. sooner Let's try to talk that, again so. before WrestleMania. Yeah, let's try, let's try to talk again before WrestleMania. That works for me. That works. That will do that. All right. So, all right. Cool. Well, uh, thank you again for giving us a little bit of your time, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you again soon. So, no problem, man. Whenever they put it on TV, they call it the Flint Water Crisis. 
It's not just simply a water crisis. It's a crisis created. This is not a natural disaster. This is not a mistake. The water infrastructure of this city has been destroyed. The risk to lives of people here in a city that is majority African-American, where 41% live below the official poverty line. When they knew the truth that this water was poison, they chose to keep it quiet. They knew that the people here did not have the political power to do anything about it. They wanted me to talk about these fake crimes and these hate crimes. How the fuck I'm supposed to care about overseas when locally everybody in my city and state done. They want to act like it ain't happening. Or like I'm just rapping. Like I'm going to watch y'all kill my city and y'all wasn't going to get a reaction. Fuck no. Every time I go visit for Christmas, it seems like it's more houses that's missing. It looks like it's more houses that's boarded. Oh, I'm supposed to not say shit by the fact it's poison all in all water. It look like population control, or they don't give a fuck. Well, that's how I call it. Fuck no. My city been fucked up for a long time. When we draw the line, it's like they've been saying fuck us for a long time. More kids go to jail than in colleges. They act like they don't see where the problem is. Shit, if they we resilient, reality is every day we was living like hostages. For you, that's a topic on Twitter. For me, listen, this one my mama is. It's like an experiment on us to see if we break right and see where the bottom is. Hope I probably ain't go like the language. But I'm tired of feeling like human life. No matter if you ain't famous, I speak for the people. My Because it's happy I made it. It ain't about races. They make it seem so complicated. When the water is killing our babies. The message you sending is killing our spirit. You saying that we ain't worth saving. My papa put 40 years in that shop. My mama put 30 years in that shop. Now you turn your head like y'all forgot. Now it's like, it's like we don't matter. Shit just got bad. I'm trying to restore the faith in my pastor. And they wonder why, and they wonder why we rebel. We ain't never lived a fairy tale. We feel like somebody help us, God help us, so we finna give them hell. water stripped lead from pipes and children in the city were found with high levels of lead in their blood. Now, health officials are investigating a spike in Legionnaire's disease. There have been 87 cases of the pneumonia-like disease since the water switch and 10 people have died. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.